Hey friend, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? As a busy Christian women entrepreneur, juggling a lot of things between midlife and business, I'm guessing it might be the power to expand time, control time, or defy time. Am I right? How do I know? Because I wish for those things too. Maybe not by donning a superhero cape and mask, but certainly by cramming my calendar and to-do list with more than I have time for, more than is under my control, and more than I can do all at once. Why? Because we desire time without limits. But guess what? We don't always get what we wish for. And good thing. Because if we did, we would be flying around on our own power. But instead, we are dependent. In a good way. And we serve a God who is beyond time. One who is limitless, in control, and everywhere. So instead of fruitlessly trying to put ourselves in his place with how we manipulate the 24 hours we have to make it do what we want it to, what if we entrust our time into his hands and let him be the author of it? He is not only enough, he is more than enough. And he desires a relationship with those of us who have limits. If that's you too, let's lean in, let go, and let God. You here for that? Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list, it's a disordered heart. And a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on Him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business. From launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community. Oh and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years, and I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then... God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use his truth along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? So, I don't know how you're feeling right about now. The day this airs, we are just days away from Christmas, and just over a week away from another new year. And it's easy to feel the pressure as we come down to the wire and try to fit in everything we thought we could accomplish back when it felt like we had all the time in the world. Except back then, whether that was after Thanksgiving, after summer break, or way back in January, we still had the same limitations. We don't have all the time in the world, and... We don't have all the knowledge in the world either. No wonder we tend to waste it more than we redeem it. 
Now, this side of heaven, we'll never use it all perfectly. And the other side of heaven, well, we won't be toting around a planner and a checklist, so it won't even be an issue. But in the in-between, God in his providence gave us this life with the limits of time for a reason. I did the math. Actually, I let Google do the math. And if you live to 100 with me, that means we get exactly 52,560,000 minutes to manage. Feels like a lot of time, except it isn't. I've not met one woman, especially those in the solopreneur or entrepreneur club, who always feel like they have enough. So what do we often do when we feel pressured for time? We turn to the gurus, aka the time management experts, to show us how to get the most out of the time we have by being more productive, by fitting more into less and doing more all at once. And sure, that may work for a while, but it rarely lasts, and it rarely leaves you feeling fulfilled, fulfilled or producing much good fruit. But have you ever thought of going to the author of time to get his input on your time? Well, if you've been hanging around me, you have, lol. In fact, did you know the word time is actually mentioned in the Bible about 700 times, depending on which translation you're using? That's a lot of teaching on time. So it must be important to listen to what he has to say about it. And I don't know about you, but I'd much rather go to the one who ultimately controls it than to all the other people with limits just like me who are just trying to manage it. And that, my friend, is what we're doing together inside the Redeemed Midlife CEO. You see, that's what sets this coaching experience apart from any other planner, program, or All Start Monday or January 1st plan that you've tried in the past. It doesn't start by trying to organize your calendar or to-do list. It starts by ordering our disordered hearts around believing what he has to say about our time and then letting his truth guide how we use it. Girl, lives and businesses are changing over here, and it's about to get even more real as we embark on this 12-month journey together. So, are you coming with us? Now, you might be asking, Lissa, do I have to apply by January 1st because otherwise I'll miss it till next year? No, because the doors will always be open for when the time is right for you. But I will say two things. First, there's never the perfect time, which is exactly why you shouldn't wait around for it. And second, the $500 off the pay in full or your first month is on me offer will run out of time on December 31st. And we all know how good it feels when you know you got a good deal. But the best deal really isn't the $500 saved that goes back in your pocket. It's the time that would have been wasted that goes back into your life and business with an opportunity to invest it where it truly matters, right where he's called you in this season. And yes, that will save and earn you some money to invest too. So what are you waiting for? We can't get back any time already spent. We can only intentionally invest the time yet to come. So before any more time passes, you buy with not a lot of fruit to show for it. Why don't you take a minute to take your next step and apply to the Redeemed Midlife CEO? You can head to redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching. Still not sure if this is for you or if it will work because you think your calendar, your business, your heart and life are just too much of a mess. Trust the one who holds it all in his hands and step out in faith and see what he can do when you take it to him along with these faith-centered women who are doing that too. And if you want to talk more before you decide, then just grab a free busyness breakthrough call at the same place, redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching. I can't wait to celebrate his faithfulness this time next year 
as we trust him with our time. And I don't want this to be your deciding factor, but just so you know, I do have an affiliate program. So when you refer others who join us too, well, let's just say you could make back your investment and then some. So why not take your next step of faith and apply, and then I'll send you the code to get $500 off and early access to the program so you don't have to wait till Christmas to unwrap it. So about those limits, if I could grant you a superpower as my gift to you this Christmas, what would it be? As a busy Christian woman entrepreneur, juggling a lot of things between midlife and business, I'm guessing it might be the power to expand time, to control time, or to defy time. Am I right? How do I know? Because I've wished for those things too. Maybe not by donning a superhero cape and mask, but certainly by cramming my calendar and my to-do list with more than I have time for, more than is under my control, and more than I can do all at once. As humans, we desire time without limits. But guess what? We don't always get what we wish for, and that's a good thing. And better yet, we know a God who's beyond time and who is limitless, is in control, and is everywhere. So instead of trying to put ourselves in his place with how we try to manipulate the 24 hours we do have, what if we entrust them into his hands and let him be the author of it? I know, easier said than done, right? I get it. As humans with limits, but an unending list of requests, roles, and responsibilities, it's easy to feel stifled, overrun, and powerless when it comes to your time. But maybe that's not such a bad thing, because if you did have all you wanted, you'd be fine on your own and not need God, because essentially, well, you'd be taking his place. In fact, that's exactly what those who are without are doing, aka those not building a with God life in business. Back in Bible times, a superpower that set people, especially kings and warriors, apart from the common folk was horses. And for all my horse fans out there, shout out to one of my business besties, Deanne Schnautz. She's teaching leadership lessons with horses through Spur Us On Coaching. Well, did you know the Bible has a lot to say about horses? In fact, in Revelation, we will see our King Jesus riding in on that majestic horse as a warrior to finally end the war with sin and death and the power of this world. But in the meantime, the Bible tells us as believers, those living a with God life, to not look to horses for our power. Let me take you on a journey of what God's word has to say about this and how this ties into the superpowers that we desire around our time. Psalm 20 verse 7 says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Who is the we? His people. Those of us who said yes to the with God life. It reminds me of Matthew 6, where he says that those who don't know him, they're the ones who chase after all these things. But we as his disciples are to chase after him. Because here's the thing. We can chase those superpowers, but they won't save us from our struggles especially our sin. Psalm 33 verses 16 through 17 says, No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. So much for superpower being found in horses, warriors, or kings. So why do we look to them, thinking that that's where the power we need lies? Well, the children of God did look to those things, and look what God has to say to them. Isaiah 31, 1. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help, who rely on horses, who trust in the multitude of their chariots and in the great strength of their horsemen, but do not look to the Holy One of Israel 
or seek help from the Lord. What does he tell them? Don't go there. Don't rely on them. Don't trust them. And don't not look at me. It won't go well with you. But they didn't listen. They did go down to Egypt for help and horses. Literally. And God could have said, well, I told you so. But what does God say instead? I love that he knows our tendency to find our strength in other things. But he never leaves us hanging out there by ourselves. He always gives us clear direction. So listen to this. Hosea 1.7 Yet I will show love to Judah, and I will save them. Not by bow, sword, or battle, or by horses and horsemen, but I, the Lord their God, will save them. He says, look to me. I will be your superpower, and I will call myself your God and save you. That, my friend, is powerful, don't you think? So, let's apply this truth that he is our superpower to the three wishes that we have around our time. Are you ready? Here they are again. To expand our time by making ourselves limitless, to control our time by making ourselves powerful, and to defy our time by making ourselves everywhere. So, number one, to expand our time and make ourselves limitless. Let's start with the bluff, the bottom line up front. You are not limitless, and neither is your time. We all grow tired. We all grow weak. We all get to that point where our neck aches, our eyelids feel heavy, and our brains feel foggy, especially as entrepreneurs, right? But at the same time, we act like we're unlimited. How do we do that? By pushing away the reality of our limits and cramming as much as possible into every nook and cranny of our day, and even stacking multiple things into the same time blocks. Or maybe you aren't crammed, but you certainly don't leave much margin or know when to quit. We ignore our limits and try to keep going without stopping, which just perpetuates the burnout and the breakdown. True story. The other night, I was trying to get out one more email to invite women into the redeemed midlife CEO. And by that point, I'd been in front of a screen for most of the day, having prepped, presented that day's workshop, followed up with women, and started prepping for the next day. Needless to say, my mind and body had been pushed to the limit, but I had to finish one more email. (laughs) All of a sudden, my brain started getting foggy. My head started pounding. Even my eyes started stinging and tearing. And there I was, trying to force my eyes open and ignoring the pain just so I could hit send. Forgive me if you got a recent email from me that was clearly not written in my best state of mind. But have you been there too? At that wall where your body, mind, and spirit say, enough is enough, and literally won't let you push through anymore? Chances are you're in the I Try to Be Limitless Club too. But I want to remind you, the solution is not to look to God, grab the power he offers, and then run off on your own. Yes, his strength empowers us to persevere and carry what we could not on our own strength alone. But it does not give us permission to run off again once we've had that feeling. Instead, it keeps us in the place of continual dependence on the one who is limitless by surrendering that we are not. How's that for superpower? Except it's exactly the superpower we need. And that's why we need the morning and evening refills that I keep preaching, plus a whole lot of refill stations throughout the day. Because we tend to push the limits, but when we embrace them and give thanks for them and trust them to him, we find our limits make us more powerful with God. Whew, that was good. Are you ready for superpower wish number two? To control time and make ourselves powerful. Wait, didn't we just learn that we are not all powerful and only God is? Yeah, but we still believe ourselves to be all powerful, aka omnipotent like God, when we attempt to take the wheel by planning out all our time and holding those plans so tightly in our little human fists. 
How often do we say, Jesus, take the wheel? All the while, we're putting ourselves in the driver's seat. Just last Sunday, our pastor reminded us that despite what the world tells us, aka all those gurus, we are not the captain of our own ship. True story. My hubby, as we speak, is just a few days into his transatlantic ocean crossing. No, not in an airplane or a cruise ship, but in a rowboat. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check my Facebook, because that's where I'm keeping our support team up to date. Anyway, they can make a plan, chart a course, put the oars in the water, and steer the rudder 24-7. There are no engines of any kind, mind you, so it's all manpower. But even then, it's not all up to them. There are waves and currents and winds and creatures, all things outside of them, that may push back against their efforts to move forward. But here's the thing. And probably why I am not worried sick and losing sleep over him literally being in the middle of the ocean right now. Because ultimately, God is the one directing their boat. Now, sure, they have to do their part. They can't just curl up in the cabin and hope to wake up in the Caribbean. But the creator is over his creation. Even the wind and the waves obey him. Isn't that amazing? Now, when you're out in a rowboat surrounded by giant ocean swells, It might actually be easier to submit to the creator because, well, it's way too big for you to control on your own. But what about you and me, here on land, in our comfy, cozy, dry homes with our coffee mugs and blankets? Are we just as dependent on him to take the wheel? Or do we try to control our time? I'm often reminded of Proverbs 19, 21. Many plans are in a man's heart. Believe me, I've got lots of them. But the Lord's decrees will prevail. No matter how much we try to make plans for ourselves, he is the one who establishes them. But in the meantime, when we're white-knuckling the steering wheel because we don't want to hand things over, we can work ourselves into a frenzy and get overwhelmed when all our perfectly laid plans don't quite hold up like we thought, especially when that wave comes crashing over our life or business. That interruption we didn't see coming, that turn of events we didn't anticipate, the silence we didn't expect. Now, the first time the guys get flipped out there will be a good reminder that they are not ultimately in control of their boat. And so will we when our plans fly out the window. Because then, we can finally admit that we are not able to control it all, and that is a good thing, especially when we have a rude awakening. But releasing control is hard. I get it. But that's why we have the Spirit. He gently reminds us and sometimes openly rebukes us when we are trying to captain our own ship and forge our own path. So daily asking him to help us surrender control of our time and let him lead will loosen our grip to allow us to receive the gifts he has for us. If only we would let go of control and open our hands. Then the panic turns to peace and the distress turns to dependence. And I don't know about you, but there's something freeing about not being in control and trusting that someone else can take the wheel, especially the Lord. Wow, girl, I needed that too. So are you still here for one more superpower wish? Number three, to defy time and to make ourselves everywhere all at once. You see, if I had a superpower, it would either be Elastigirls, who can be standing in one place and still be able to reach to another place all at the same time. Or I'd be the Flash, who can get from one place to the next in a flash. (laughs) Can you tell my kids like superheroes growing up? Why do we have this desire to be everywhere doing everything all at the same time? Well, probably because we want to be all things to all people, right? At the very least, if we could clone ourselves, imagine how much we could accomplish. (laughs) Anyone? But again, we are humans limited to one location. Now, if you want to feel superhuman, go visit the Four Corners, where Arizona, 
Colorado, New Mexico, and Utah all come together at the same time. Sure, you can put your hands in two and your feet in the other two, but I don't think you're going to get much done down in that position. Plus, with your butt in the air, you'll look quite ridiculous. And yet, we try to fight our capacity to be in more than one location in life and business, especially as solopreneurs, don't we? But there is only one who is truly omnipresent, and it ain't you and it ain't me. Now, outside of literally double booking yourself to be in two places at the same time, which you can't physically do and will need to reschedule one, do you ever find times when you try to be in more than one place? How about answering emails while making dinner while helping your hubby find the paperwork he needs? Can you say multitasking to the max, anyone? That is us trying to be omnipresent like God. But do you remember what we said about multitasking last week? It's not your superpower. It's your kryptonite. It actually weakens you because there's not enough of you anywhere to really make a difference. Plus, let's be honest, it only leads to a lot of drop balls or spilled milk and plenty of tears of frustration on our part and theirs. So stop trying to be all things to all people, thinking that is what will make them happy, or even that is what will make God happy. You have limits too, including your availability. It is impossible for you to meet every need around you. But oh, how we try to push those limits and do it all even if it's not all at once. Have you ever had a day like this? You're up at six, then you met with a struggling friend at eight, attended a meeting at nine, dropped something off at the post office over lunch break at 12, attended a workshop at two, got dinner ready at five, attended the study at church at seven, picked up the groceries at nine, and then dropped in bed at 11. Now, the details might look different for each one of us based on what's calling for our attention in this season of midlife. But the truth is the same. Trying to be everywhere only leads to busyness and not a lot of fruitfulness. But thankfully, we serve the God who can do it all and do it all at once. He can hear your prayer for your business and her cry for her marriage and another's request for more clients all at once. And guess what? He can respond fully present to each one because he is God and we are not. And that, my friend, is a good thing because that makes us depend on him when it comes to our time. Whew! I think I need this reminder more than anyone else. We are not limitless. We are not in control. We cannot do all things, but he can. So let's thank him for our limits, our lack of control and our inability to do it all. Because that way, it reminds us to draw near to him where we will experience true abundance, deep trust and yielded surrender. Because his ways and timing are always better than ours. Do you wanna lay down your heart and your calendar? your life and your business, all at his feet and trust him with it? I'm here for it. And so are the women who have already said yes to the redeemed midlife CEO. And there's room for you too. So decide that this is the year you're not going to try to be a superhero on your own and admit that you actually do have limits and you need a sidekick or two. Go submit your application at redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching. And upon approval, I'll gift you that $500 off or your first month is free code right away. Because maybe your superpower in growing your life and business this year is admitting you are not God. My friend, I can't wait to see you on the inside. And if you want to talk more about this very topic, I invite you to join us inside the Redeem Her Time community at redeemhertime.com forward slash community. Here is today's community question. Which superpower wish do you most often try to make happen on your own with your time? Making your time limitless, making your control powerful, or making your availability everywhere. My friend, there's no better or worse. There's just truth and growth. And that's what we are focused on around here. 
But before we go and try to grab the wheel of our time again, let's go let go of control and submit our hearts and calendars to him. Ah, dear Lord, we admit that we want more of our time. And yet you tell us that we are not enough and that we do have limits. But I thank you for those limits. I thank you. The fact that we cannot make more time, we cannot defy it, and we cannot control it causes us to come to you. Lord, may we not get to the wall before we finally submit and yield to your ways. May we not run off in a hundred directions looking at these other horses and warriors and kings for our power. But may we come to you, knowing that you are the one beyond our time, the one who has no limits on your time, the one who controls our time, and the one who is everywhere and can do everything all at once. God, I thank you for the peace that brings. I thank you for the perspective that brings on our time. And I pray that we would keep open hands and let go of the wheel and truly let you lead. Can't wait to see what you're going to do, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeemer Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile. And that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.